0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Traffic Jam. I'm Georgia, and as always, I'm here with Isabel. Hi, everybody. We've kind of been keeping up with the news a little bit lately, and we want to break a report to all of you that we think is really important. So the New York Times recently published a report titled, A Marketplace of Girl Influencers Managed by Moms and Stocked by Men. This was published on February 22nd this year, and it was updated on the 25th. So this is very fresh. And basically what the New York Times did is they monitored 5,000 mom-run Instagram accounts with over 2.1 million Instagram posts. They interviewed over 100 people, including parents, children, and child abuse prevention experts. And they monitored months worth of online chats of what they call, quote unquote, professional pedophiles, which is a weird terminology in itself, but we're just going to keep moving with that. Now, for anybody wondering what a mom run Instagram account is, it's basically an Instagram of a child, a person under the age of, I believe, 13 is when you're allowed to have an Instagram account, but Instagram allows mothers to run the accounts for their own children so it's like the children are posting themselves but it's really their parents when you sent me this article
1: um i think one of the most like shocking things on here um well one is that you know the moms are running these accounts but two you know they're posting pictures of you know their young daughters in you know, leotards, bathing suits. um, They're just very limitedly dressed. And they're actually even chatting with these men. And some of the men, you know, just even enjoy the aspect of speaking to, you know, a mother who would, you know, sexualize their child. Um, I think there were even cases actually where the moms would have their daughter go and chat with the man as well.
0: Yeah, I thought that was very creepy when I actually sat down to read this entire report. There's just a lot of shocking information and quotes. Um, A question somebody might have is, why would a mom run an Instagram account for her child? Because some of these accounts are for, like, eight-year-old girls. There are accounts run for boys, but this article basically covers mostly girl accounts. So in the age of influencers, becoming an influencer is basically a really big career goal and parents have learned that their kids can make thousands of dollars and support their own families at such a young age if they have the right content and a good amount of followers. A lot of the time it seems like in this report they were dancers or cheerleaders or wanted to be models and they were kind of using it as a base to start their own career. Maybe even like, fund a college fund in the future if that's something that they wanted. There was something, there was a quote from one of the mothers talking about how much money her kid made, and she said, I really don't want my child exploited on the internet, but she's been doing this so long now. Her numbers are so big, so what do we do? Do we just stop and walk away? And I thought that was really interesting because she recognizes that her child is being exploited and looked at in a sexualized manner by strange men all over the internet but money is put before that child's i don't want to say safety but it's put before her online presence and image
1: i think too just to kind of put in perspective for example one of the accounts had a hundred thousand followers and it's paid 9.99 uh her you know photo that's released Um, and so people are really making money this way too. another kind of motivating factor is that, um, brands, you know, like Amazon are just sending these families products for free. Um, and so there's also that kind of financial, uh, benefit to it as well. And then too, it, you know, brands really like to see this, uh, to kickstart models career. So, you know, if a parent wants their child to be a model, you know, this is seen as, you know, one of the best things you can do and kind of build that following.
0: Um, at the beginning of this report, there is just a, a white box and it says this box represents a real photo of a nine-year-old girl in a golden bikini lounging on a towel. The photo was posted on her Instagram account, which is run by adults. And they also show like a screenshot of the, they don't show the child. Let me preface that. But the comments are fire emojis. Another one says, Wow. Another one, Mamma Mia, heart, heart, loving emoji, a hundred, another smiley emoji. Great body, hard eyes, flame, heart, love. More hard eyes. Perfect bikini body. Hard eyes, smiley faces, hard eyes, flames. And another one. Mm, take that bikini off, more emojis, you're so hot. And then there is one that says, y'all are dogs, she's a child. Remember, I read those about a nine-year-old girl.
1: I think too, you know, going further down into the New York Times article, they keep giving examples. And one of them reads, it's like a candy store, and it's like heart eye emojis. And somebody else wrote, God bless Instamom with like the praising hands. So, you know, people are so grateful to these mothers who are, you know, willingly putting their daughters out there. And again, and I think too, it's important to reference that not all of the moms going into this realized that this was going to be the reality of the situation. But then still, many of them, I think New York Times looked at 5,000 accounts, continued the child's accounts knowing this information, that the majority of the audience are pedophiles.
0: Some moms ignore the comments and they brush it off and just say, there's weirdos in the world, whatever. There are some that block accounts. They remove them from their following. But there are also some that play into the minds of these men and they do it because they want the money. I want to take a second while we're focusing on the moms. Speaking of the moms that block and remove accounts, Meta, which is the company that controls Instagram, there's been reports of them continuously failing on this front when certain accounts are reported for suspicious activity or posting inappropriate context. Um, it was reported that if a parent blocks too many accounts in a sitting, In one day, Meta will restrict that account. So there was a comment in here like, oh, I blocked too many pedophiles for the day. guess I'm on pause until tomorrow. So I found that part really interesting because there are parents out there trying to protect the innocence of their child online and they could only do X amount a day and their images were still available for all of those other accounts to follow.
1: I think the article even said about, like, how many people subscribe to these accounts. For some reason, the number, like, 3 million is coming to me.
0: There were 32 million connections to male followers among the 5,000 accounts followed, and they did say that, you know, sometimes these are just, like, grandparents and family members that support the kids because it's good for their media accounts to have more followers, but when they looked at accounts with more than 100,000 followers, the male audience was 75% or more male. And some of these accounts had over 90% of their audience being male. Mm -hmm.
1: I think another important thing to mention about Meta, uh, New York Times actually interviewed a spokesperson for them. And, you know, they gave the answer, you know, we're doing everything we can uh, to block these accounts. And there have been some child accounts that have been blocked. But only because you know somebody reported them for like, inappropriate content. Um, but still, not all of them. Uh, I think even some parents have actually been charged with child exploitation. But again, you know, not near the amount of you know the cases that we're seeing who are using this avenue to make money. Um, and I think that's so frustrating. Again, you know, and Facebook got ran for this, Instagram, all the, all the social media apps got rammed for, rammed for this. Is the way that they are allowing human trafficking to occur on their sites. They're, they have, we all know they have the capability to filter it out. They are very keen on filtering out false information, but they won't filter out this.
0: Further down in this report, they also mentioned three different parents. One parent reported, male genitalia being sent to them in a DM, Meta did nothing. Another reported an account that reposted pictures of children with explicit captions, Meta did nothing. And there was even a user who propositioned her child for sex, offering $65,000 for an hour with the child. And Meta did nothing. When all three of these were reported, But like Isabel said, Meta just said, you know, there's not enough resources to tackle it all. It's very difficult. And they said that they report more suspected child abuse imagery than any other company every year. But clearly they're not doing enough, even if they are the most. I don't care what other companies are. I mean, I care what other companies are doing. But when you have it happening in such high volumes, there's no excuses.
1: And this has a huge impact. On the children themselves, I know the way we've been, you know, talking about it. It sounds more like the children are pretty removed from the accounts. It's the moms who are running them. Um, but there was actually an instance um, where uh, the person messaging the account actually threatened to report them to the police unless, you know, it was a like, quote unquote a small task was completed for him um, when there was no response person actually emailed the girl's school to make them aware of her account. Um, and so now this young girl has to explain to her mom that the school officials were questioning her about her Instagram account. They showed her the images on that her mother had posted. And, you know, one of them was the girl with these, you know, tight pants and fishnet leggings. And the other was in a leotard. Um, And so this actually ended up kind of coming back to the girl through her school, you know, and I'm sure she was embarrassed, you know, very emotional. The school actually ended up stopping the interrogation just because of how emotional she, you know, became talking about it.
0: And that's upsetting to see because that's a direct impact on that child's school day because she's really not doing anything wrong in her mind. She's doing what her mother tells her put this on, post for this picture, and then the mom handles the rest. Um, There's more accounts, though, where I believe there's a girl who is now 17 years old, and she doesn't see any value in herself besides her looks after being one of these, like, child models. So now she just has an OnlyFans page, and her mother, who ran her account when she was a kid, said, I would completely redo it and not do that to my child because... She doesn't have the ability to see herself for more than just her looks. And there was one more quote that I wanted to mention that directly impacts kids in their school day. One of the girls was told, "'We can't play with you because my mom said, "'Too many perverts follow you on the internet.'" So that's impacting their relationships with their peers too.
1: And I think, you know, I know previously we've talked about, you know, family blogging and, you know, this whole day and age with influencers. And I feel like, you know, in these next few years, as these, you know, child uh, family vloggers and these child influencers are now getting older, we're really starting to see a lot of the impacts that, you know, this increase in social media usage um, and just putting your whole life out there is really causing. Um, to these children who are growing up in that kind of life.
0: Right now we're seeing how damaging it is, even if it does pay for rent, utilities, and groceries, and maybe even a vacation from time to time. I feel like the long-term impacts are more damaging. One of
1: the most, I think, frustrating pieces um, in this article was uh, a woman kind of recounting uh, her experience running uh, an Instagram account for her daughter, and she really kind of portrayed herself as getting victimized. Uh, she was approached by a man who uh, asked for uh, a pair of the daughter's used leotard. Um, you know, saying he was a collector, and the mother, you know, said, oh, I feel so stupid. I was just naive, like I had no idea. I'm like you're an adult who is responsible for, you know, somebody who is, you know, considered one of our most vulnerable, you know, a child. You should have known better than, you know, somebody, a man is asking you for a used leotard from your, you know, child.
0: Not to mention, you're also a woman, you're a girl. You know that men are creepy. Exactly. I know. When I read that, I was just like,
1: how? Like, but people make, I mean, people are willing to pay a lot of money for that kind of stuff. Um, and so I, I mean, I kind of just feel like it was the temptation that kind of came to her. It seems like such an innocent thing. You know, you don't really have to do anything. But then you kind of get roped into, you know, fulfilling the requests of these people. And then you're getting blackmailed for it
0: like you said, like the money almost becomes so blinding to the actual safety and innocence of their children. When that man you were talking about was mentioned, there were also two other men kind of mentioned in the same section. There was one who posts photos and videos of girls thanking him for the gifts they receive, money they receive, or um, shopping sprees that he pays for. But if he doesn't get a thank you from the girls that he's basically funding or their mothers, he then threatens the mother and the child through the account, which is really interesting because he's threatening them and shaming them because they didn't say thank you. So I thought that was really interesting how some of them become so like demanding and almost entitled to, well, you should have thanked me. I'm not going to do this next time. And there was a third man who got caught making recommendations about what hashtags to use and what professional photographers to use. And suggested that these mothers take their daughters to these photographers and they wear clothes that are basically see-through and very suggestive. But I think two of the moms ended up reporting him. So thank God somebody was kind of paying attention. Well,
1: and a lot of, you know, to help grow uh, the finance aspect of it, moms were using uh, the, I guess it's like a subscription platform called Brand Army, where people go in and subscribe and they get these like exclusive photos. Uh, And these subscription services cost, I think like $250 a month, let's just say. And it's things that are, you know, considered spicier than usual and what's just on the public account, let's just say. Um, Now the found, so there's like the adult channel and then there uh, is like a junior channel. Uh, And the founder actually said that, um, so the junior channel users were a minority of the platform, but that monitoring those pages has become so problematic that like they're not taking any new signups just because of how, like, disgusting, like, the men were being on, like, the child's uh, channels.
0: I also saw that he said that um, they removed thousands of pieces of content, and he, he thinks that the parents' behavior is disgusting, that they're doing it to their own children. So I think that's really big of him, if that is true. I really never heard of Brand Army before this, so I don't know if it's a super well-known thing or kind of like an OnlyFans, but it If it is comparable to an OnlyFans, then I'm also concerned that they have a junior section, but we're going to take it at surface level for what this article tells us about it and say plus to them, I guess. So we have to talk about the Telegram messages. So for anybody who doesn't know or hasn't heard of Telegram, it's a messaging app. And basically it's kind of like where it seems these men gather and communicate with each other and they have specific like usernames and emojis to kind of signal to each other what's going on but they talk openly about their fantasies and how they're sexually attracted to children they also share images and they tell each other which mom run instagram accounts to follow and they'll even share hints with each other about which parents are receptive to quote-unquote private sets of images. So they're basically making these claims that these mom-run accounts are willing to sell super secretive, elite, I don't know, um, exclusive, that's the word I'm looking for, pictures to these men off the subscription services and off of Instagram. So that's scary. Absolutely.
1: I mean, it blows my mind that mo- like mothers are putting their children out there like that. Um, and again, sites like Telegram, where these men are able to communicate with each other, and kind of spread the news, um, is just further uh, harming the child, you know, sexualizing them, putting them out there. I think they even sometimes will take those pictures that they get and put them up there for other people to see. Uh, and so it's, I mean, it's disgusting uh, that this is happening and, you know a big reason why we kind of wanted to put this episode out there was to make people aware that this is going on you know to call this out um and to really encourage parents who are doing this that this is not helping your child in the long run um, or now even i mean this is just hurting your child all the way around um and it is it's just contributing
0: to them being sexualized there were even comments made on through telegram that said i'm so glad for these moms pimping their daughters." Um, and there's an infinite supply of this. If you just keep refreshing your Instagram page, you will see preteens, which is also very concerning. Whether the moms realize they're doing it or not, I feel like they eventually have to face that reality and react. They'll become the super blockers or the ignores, as I mentioned, or they play into it. But the ones that play into it, they're very concerning. Well, I mean,
1: and two, it's, it seems like, oh, you know, it's just online, like, you know, there's no physical harm. So it feels like no harm is done. But then, you know, we tell the story about the girl who had the instance at school. There's instances then of blackmailing. I mean, it just, wait, like, people can find out where people's locations are, you know, where they live. I feel like so easily these days. And so, no, like, one, this is hurting, you know, anybody's kind of, like, mental health as well as, I mean, this could become huge physical risk as well too um because things work in stages we talked about pedophiles and pornography and you know obviously you know not everybody who watches pornography is a child pedophile child pedophiles started off by watching porn and eventually shifted to things that were more risky um started watching you know things like child porn and then eventually acted out on it um and so you know Parents, what you think you're doing right now might seem, you know, innocent, not that big of a deal. It's helping your child's modeling career, or influence influencer career. Um, but this is, this is a stage for these people. And, you know, they could act out physically um, as well as, you know, this can come back um, to the kids. There was a girl who, you know, even said, you know, as she got older into her older teens and um, early 20s that she feels the only career for her now is OnlyFans Um, because she was really not set up for anything else.
0: Right. Now, there are a few extreme cases where parents have actually been arrested, and I just want to go through the three that are mentioned in the article. So in Louisiana, a mom was arrested. She worked with a photographer to produce illegal images of her daughter in a thong bikini. I don't remember it saying how old the daughter was, but... The next one does. There is a mom who is going to serve a 32-year sentence in prison because she used that same photographer I just mentioned to take nude pictures of her 8-year-old daughter. So she's in prison. They did not mention if the photographer is, and it sounds like he or she should be because that's two bad instances. And in North Carolina, there's another mother waiting trial because she took her 15-year-old daughter to a photographer who sexually abused her and the daughter tried to unalive herself and the mother failed to get the daughter medical treatment when that happened. So those are pretty extreme cases, but there is some justice being brought to parents who are genuinely exploiting and abusing their children.
1: And those examples just further speak to the harm being done to these girls because now you know they're losing a mother uh who's now gonna you know spend time in jail Uh, and again speaks to just the emotional um aspect of all of this and the true harm that this causes
0: so we kind of hopped around the article a bit i hope it made sense to everybody we pretty much took our main points and takeaways so we highly suggest if you have a New York Times subscription, check it out and you could read the details yourself or find somebody who has a subscription and have them send it to you. But we're just going to leave it there.
1: I think before we go, um, I want to kind of give a, a tip for parents, um, something to look out for that you know, could be a sign that your child is being groomed online. Um, so I know, you know, Instagram and Facebook, they all have these like age restrictions to, you know, where kids can use them, but there, I mean, one, those are so easy to bypass and there are so many different messaging platforms. Uh, you know, it could even be like video games, online games, um, where predators reach out to children and start grooming them, building trust. Knowledge is power really here, especially for parents. And so this is kind of one thing to look out for, um, a potential sign that, you know, your child might be, you know, being groomed on the internet. Uh, and that is actually uh, getting sent packages uh, to the house. Uh, they're not labeled in terms of, you know, it's a com- from a company, it's just labeled to your child. Uh, the first package is likely going to be something kind of random and pretty inexpensive, um, And that is something that a perpetrator will send to a child really just to kind of confirm their address, build this, you know, sense of, you know, understanding that, you know, they're going to give them things, you know, sending packages is okay because they're friends. And then, you know, it gradually becomes, you know, more expensive items. So plain packages being sent to your door, that is a laptop that is not in a case. Uh, And that becomes, you know, something that they'll then start using as communication and a lot of times those laptops actually have spyware on them um and so watch you know if there's any packages that are coming uh to your child who they're from open them um, it's under your roof so i know it feels like it's an you know we're always worried it's an invasion of privacy uh but if it's a minor child and there are suspicious packages coming to your door check it out um because Sending packages um, is very common uh, for perpetrators when they're in the grooming stages and building trust uh, and trying to develop you know, private avenues of communication with children.
0: Definitely if that kid is living in your house and you are their sole legal provider, you have every right to open their packages. And going back to being aware of what your kids are on, as far as, like, social media, gaming platforms, et cetera. Also, kind of be aware what their friends are on because you don't want to get into that mindset where, oh, my kid would never, and then you find out that their best friend, Susie, is on Snapchat talking to strangers. Oh, well, my mine would never. They most likely are if their friends that they hang out with are doing it. They probably have an account and they're just hiding it from you. Mm-hmm
1: especially at know, young age, people are so influenced by their friends.
0: Um,
1: And so, you know, depending on what the parents are like to, you know, the friends of, you know, your child, um, definitely something to be mindful of. That's a good point.
0: And I think that's all we have for you today. So thank you so much for tuning into our special episode. And this is why it's important to set your notifications on Traffic Jam to know when new episodes drop because we're going to try to keep track of the news like we just did this past week
1: (laughs) this one time this one time (laughs) hopefully it becomes more of an occurrence (laughs) but stay tuned uh for our episode in a week